Welcome to Stories Podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Weldon. Today's story is called Pippo and Poppo Plan a Perfect Prison, inspired by Lawrence Block's classic sci-fi story, Make a Prison, written for you by Daniel Hines. Today, we'd like to say a special thank you to Kim and Kira and their family from Woodenville, Washington, Bryn and Elliot and their family from Santa Barbara, California, Everett, Simone, and April and their family from Colorado, Sam and Nora and their family from Princeton, Minnesota, and Jackson and Hazel and their family from Wyzetta, Minnesota. Thank you so much, Hazel, Jackson, Nora, Sam, April, Simone, Everett, Elliot, Bryn, Kira, and Kim. You are part of what makes it possible for us to continue to produce fun new stories for our listeners. If you would like to support Stories Podcast, you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes or just tell a friend about us. You can also check out all of our merch, available at storiespodcast.com slash shop. If you would like to receive a thank you in a future episode, head over to patreon.com slash stories and make a pledge. Then send an email to amanda at storiespodcast.com and let us know who to thank. Now here's a word from our sponsors. If you're like me, you've got stuff. Lots of stuff. I recently downsized from a house to an apartment and it is full of stuff. Stuff I no longer use, stuff I never used, stuff that is taking up way too much valuable space. Now that the new year is here, it's time to finally deal with it. And dealing with it doesn't mean hiding it further back in the closet. I'm talking about selling it. On Mercari. You know, Mercari, the selling app that makes selling almost anything fast and easy. Here's where you begin. Go through your place and find all the stuff you didn't use in 2019. The phone in the drawer. Those jeans you only wore once. The handbag you got as a gift but just isn't your style. Take a few pictures, add a description, and boom! Your item is connected to millions of buyers on the app. Mercari will even email you a shipping label when it sells. Everything ships, so you never have to talk to anyone in person. What a relief! The app has over 500,000 reviews on the App Store with an average 4.8 star rating, so why not give it a try? Ring in the new year with less stuff in your home and more money in your pocket with Mercari. That's M-E-R-C-A-R-I Mercari, the selling app. Thanks! Enjoy the episode! Pippo and Poppo Plan a Perfect Prison Once upon a time, in the frozen depths of Antarctica, some penguins were causing a commotion. They waddled and squawked and slipped and rolled on the ice, chattering in a big tubby circle. The icy air whipped around them and they crowded closer together, shouting all the louder to be heard over the gusts and gales. This, at last, drew the attention of the two oldest penguins in the colony. They sighed and waddled over to see what the commotion was all about. Thief! 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 The penguins were chirping, the word passing from beak to beak. In the center of their circle, the thief was held down by dozens of slippy flippers. A thief is after our fish! Ooh, a thief? asked Poppo, the elder male penguin. Pirates plundering our precious pescatarian pies. They stole our fish, ate some right up, the crowd confirmed. And they pecked me, said a little penguin, showing a dark, beak-shaped bruise on their belly. Positively preposterous, said Pippo, the elder female penguin. A pecking peril, a pernicious plotter. What do we do with them? the penguins asked. The elder penguins looked at each other and furrowed their slickly feathered brows. 
They'd never dealt with a thief before. They'd handled whales and sharks that happened by on occasion. They'd survived the leopard seal wars where the great beasts would slide onto the ice to gobble them up. They'd even managed to walk hundreds of miles from their nests to the sea. But thieves? This was a new one. What should we do? Popo said, thinking hard. We can't just let them go. The pilfering punks will plunder again. Pippo waddled from one foot to the other, an old nervous habit. And don't forget they pecked the little one. Such a pugnacious panic. The profane must be punished. They thought together for a minute. Maybe we can plate the pest for the leopard seals, said Popo. What? No, cried Pippo. We can't let them be gobbled up for stealing some fish. There has to be a punitively prudent punishment. True, true, gobbling would be a petty punishment, Popo agreed. For a time, they kicked at the ice and ate a few fish. The younger penguins still held the thief in the middle of their squawking circle, and they knew something had to be done before they got too rowdy or too hungry and wandered off for lunch. I've got it, Popo said, lurching to his feet and choking on the fish he was eating. We... <coughs> Pippo slapped him on the back and a wad of fish shot out and slid across the ice. <coughs> Thank you, Pippo. No problem, Popo. What, pray tell, was the idea you posed? Aha, the idea, he said. Well, we can't let the thief go. They'd probably pilfer or plunder or peck again. Right, right. And we can't feed them to the leopard seals, or possibly, possibly? Positively not, said Pippo. No, we can't feed the punk to the pod. She glared at Popo, who blushed deep under his feathers and blubber. Right, 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 right. Of course we can't. What a terrible idea, he said. But what if we planned a prison? A prison where the thief couldn't parole to peck again. Hmm, said Pippo, cocking her head one way and then the other. A prison, possibly. We've never had a prison before, though. Do you think we could perfect a plan? Popo nodded and snapped off an icicle from a nearby rock. With his flippers, he awkwardly used it to draw in the snow. Pippo leaned over his mad sketch and chirped quietly. Popo continued to draw, his flippers swaying like the sea in a storm. Finally, Pippo couldn't take it anymore. Oh, Popo, what are you drawing? It looks like a something, and is that a fish? A whale? What, I give up. Just tell me what it is. I'm positively perplexed. This, said Popo, is a perfect prison. It is how we keep the thief from stealing and pecking without feeding them to the seals. Unless you've changed your mind about that, of course. Pippo glared at him. Oh, no, no, no. Of course not. Of course not. No. So anyway, this is my perfect prison. He used the icicle to point to a tall, boxy shape. You remember the pointy pillar, the one about a day's walk from here? Sort of a stone tower with a little nook at the top. Impossible to climb. Yes, exactly. It's impossible to climb, but we could make a seaweed rope and throw it over the top. Then we can tie the other end to the thief and pull them up. Unless, um, is that positively preposterous? Oh, Popo, that's, that's genius, said Pippo. 
Once the thief is up there, they'll be stuck. It is too steep to climb down and too high to jump. It is a perfect prison. Yes, a perfect prison. A perfect prison, said Popo. And we can make sure they have a little bit of fish every day so they don't starve, said Pippo. Just a little bit, less than the punk would plunder when parading in place. Do we have to? said Popo, thinking of all the fish he'd like to eat all by himself. Popo, we have to. If you're going to keep a person prisoner, you have to make sure they have food and water. It's just the polite and proper thing to do. All right, all right. Let's get to work, shall we? Let's do it, Pippo agreed. They explained the plan to the other penguins, who all thought it was genius. A group wrapped up the thief in seaweed and others prepared the prison. Popo and Pippo supervised it all, and four burly penguins did the heavy lifting. With all their hard work, before long, the time was right. Here we go, Pippo, Popo said. Look, they're pulling the plunderer up now. The two elders watched as the four burly penguins threw a rope of seaweed up and over the high rock. A group on the other side grabbed hold with their beaks and then slid onto their blubbery bellies, wiggling backwards. A few jerky feet at a time, the thief rose up and up and up until they disappeared over the top and onto the ledge with the nook. Oh, purely perfect, cried Popo. Ah, pretty prompt, said Pippo. Oh, but how will they untie themselves now? Oh, I had one of the youngsters throw a sharp stone up there. It took them a bit of trying, but they finally managed it. The thief will find the stone and be able to cut themselves free of their ponderous pinions. The job done, the other penguins got bored and waddled away, squawking happily to themselves and heading to the ocean for a bit of fish. Would you mind if we pause for a pittance? Pippo asked. I'm curious to see if they'll cut themselves free right away. I'd hate for the thief to be tied up and starve. Not at all. My curiosity is pretty piqued as well. The pair waited quietly. After a few minutes, a rough ring of seaweed rope sailed over the edge of the rocky pillar and landed on the snow. They've got themselves free, said Pippo. We've left some fish in the little nook up there. Suppose they found the pescatarian profferings? After another minute, some fish bones sailed over the edge and landed next to the rope. I guess they have, said Pippo. You know, I think we have to congratulate ourselves. We caught a dangerous thief known to peck and pilfer, and we've planned the perfect prison. I think you're right, said Popo. A perfect prison. They stared for a bit, admiring their work. Then, just as they turned to walk away, the thief appeared at the edge of the pillar. Oh, Popo, look, there they are, said Pippo. A curious creature, Pippo, said Popo. The thief blinked at them, and its eyes seemed to smile. Strange, said Pippo. Its flippers are very feathery. Doesn't look like it would be a good swimmer at all. Positively peculiar. The creature looked at them curiously. They hadn't recognized it, but it wasn't such a mystery. The thief was a seagull, blown off course by a winter storm. And as the penguins watched, the thief looked down at them, cawed once, and then spread its wings and flew away.
Pippo and Poppo looked at each other, eyes wide. Oh, Poppo! It used its flippers to fly! Oh, Pippo! Can you do that? Poppo exclaimed. Can I do that? They both gave it a try and found that they couldn't. Well, maybe it wasn't a perfect prison, said Pippo. We'll do better next time, said Poppo. And together, they went off to find some fish. The end. Today's story, Pippo and Poppo Plan a Perfect Prison, was inspired by Lawrence Block's classic sci-fi story, Make a Prison. It was written for you by Daniel Hines and performed for you by me, Amanda Weldon. If you would like to support Stories Podcast, you can leave us a five-star review on iTunes, make a monthly donation at patreon.com stories, check out all of our merch available at storiespodcast.com shop, or simply tell your friends about us. Thanks for listening!